Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Weekly Awakening Podcast. This is your host, Cosmic Colleen, back with another weekly astrology update. We're waking up Monday morning, and we're waking up to a new moon in Scorpio. You guys know, if you want to know more about this new moon in Scorpio, and I'll talk about it a little bit today, but on last week's episode, episode 214, I got into all the details about the Scorpio new moon. Now, we really began to feel that on Sunday, and we're starting the day out today in that new moon energy. The moon was official, right? So they officially conjoined at 4.27 a.m. That is East Coast time. So again, us here on the East Coast, we woke up to this new moon. And we might feel a little bit lighter about something after feeling kind of strongly this weekend, which again, I talked about on last week's episode. Now, we have a little bit of a quieter week until we get to the end of the week. And then the weekend, we're having another Mars story, like I said on last week's episode. So on Friday, so we wake up today, we got the new moon, it's going opposite Uranus, and again, last week I talked about it. And on Friday, this Friday, we have Mars trining new Neptune, the sun trining Neptune, before both of them conjunct together in the sign of Scorpio. And that will be official, um, the official conjunction will be Saturday, 12.41 a.m. East Coast time. Now, that's like the pivotal moment when they're both exact at the same um, conjunction, at the same point. Uh, what am I looking for? I almost said like digital point. Oh, degree. Thank you. At the same degree. But, you know, we will be feeling that energy for three degrees ahead of the conjunction and three degrees after the conjunction. So we're going to really start feeling this energy Thursday into Monday of next week. Now, when there's a conjunction, it is a blending of energies, right? So we have the blending of Mars, blending with the sun, both inside Scorpio, and I have a lot to talk about with that. Now, before we jump into that, I wanna talk about this past weekend. So on last week's episode, most of you guys know that I had brought up about Mars going opposite Uranus this past weekend. And when we have like big transits like that, I like to see in the collective. And sometimes, unfortunately, in the news, we see more of the harder stuff than we do see the happier stuff. So when it comes to the harder things, this is what showed up this weekend. And this is crazy, guys. I'm like, tell me astrology is not real after you hear this stuff. So for those of you in the Philadelphia area, uh, Bar Luca in Conchahawken, there was this weekend on Saturday, okay, a chef at 4 p.m. Um, sorry, this happened exactly at 4 p.m. A chef stabbed, so he got clearly pissed off and stabbed someone, another worker back in the kitchen. No one died, you know, it was not a serious condition either, but he just got pissed off and stabbed someone else. I don't know if it was like another assistant cook or a server, it just said that the chef stabbed someone else in the kitchen at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Now, again, that was in Conchahawken, Philadelphia area. At four, are you ready for this? At 4.11 p.m. East Coast time was the exact conjunction, I mean, I'm sorry, the exact opposition of Mars, okay? So Mars is Scorpio, which is like deep resentment and also stabbing. Mars rules stabbing, severing, cutting. Goes opposite Uranus in 
Taurus, right? And in Taurus, we look to restaurants, all Venus good things, especially in Taurus, we look to restaurants. So isn't that fascinating? Obviously, I don't know the astrology of the stabber and the victim. However, I would be willing to place money if I had to bet that the stabber had big Scorpio placements and the person he stabbed had big Taurus placements. If I had to take a guess, okay? So clearly some sort of resentment built up, which is very much Mars opposite Uranus. And Uranus brings the surprise. It's not usually a happy surprise. It's a chaotic surprise. He was probably like, dude, what the F? Why'd you just stab me, you know? So I thought that was really fascinating. Again, it happened at 4 p.m. Eastern time and at 4.11 p.m was the exact opposition. So basically 11 minutes minutes before after, you're still in that energy of the exact opposition. Then I have another thing that I found was really crazy. So this uh, weekend on this weekend in um, New York City, I think I'm saying Jamal, I, it looks like it's Jamal, Jamal Hill, who is a boxer. I don't know. I'm not a, I don't watch boxing or anything like that. But he was in his van with all of his people, you know, assistants, everyone, and they got stuck in the, like they turned onto a road and got stuck in um, a Palestinian protest in New York City. And it, it turned violent quickly. He had like had posted on social media, like this is getting crazy. They're trying to break into my van and like hurt me. They had ripped open the van doors. They were breaking the windows of his van. They were smashing it. They were doing all crazy shit to his van. And again, he didn't have any part of the of the of everything that's going on with that whole stuff. He was just trying to get around the city in his van. I think he might have been headed to Madison Square Garden or leaving Madison Square Garden, and literally his van got attacked, and he almost got attacked. They kept trying to open up the doors. One, they did get the door open, and they probably would have, you know, obviously, I'm sure he would have fought a little bit because he's a fighter. But I looked up his astrology and guess what? He is a Taurus. It didn't show much else besides that. It's on Google, you can usually find um, any type of celebrity, even ones that aren't even that famous. Someone out there is doing their astrology chart, which I find fascinating. And he's a Taurus. The, again, they didn't have the rest of it, so isn't that, right? He's a Taurus. He's just trying to do his Venusian Taurus thing of fighting. And and this right then at the opposition, he ends up on a road and this big, um, you know, this big protest, very Scorpion lots of anger and fighting and you know very cathartic feeling and pretty much got his whole van assaulted intact luckily you know everything hung tight and he got out of there so I just thought those were really two very interesting oh as well as this weekend in Philadelphia one of the Sixers players he got um, hit by hit and run he lived um, and his astrology I could tie in a little bit but not as much but just in a collective that was really fascinating because Venus again would be kind of like our sports you know as well as Mars being in Scorpio and it's just it's just fascinating unfortunately it's easier to see when the harder transits show up in the news in the collective because that's what we post about we're not a news society that posts about the good things but that's a whole other conversation to be had so I just thought that was interesting you guys know when I like to find a lot of stuff when it just shows up you know I'm not really a news watcher but sometimes it just shows up. I see it in my Yahoo and I'm like, wow, that's really crazy. That's like that right there shows you how the astrology plays out. The planets move and and things shift for people. So I hope all my Taurus and Scorpio placements didn't have anything violent happen this weekend. I hope you had some eye opening and some awareness and some awesomeness happening for you. Even if it didn't feel awesome, the freedom will feel awesome afterwards. So all right, let's jump into what I want to talk about because we're in a strong Mars cycle right now. 
If you guys remember, all summer I was talking about being in a Venus cycle. We were very strong Venus energy, and and all the stories were playing out were Venus themed things, and that went well into the end of September. Honestly, maybe even the beginning of October, we were sort of in that Venus energy, and and we were in the Venus cycle, really playing that out. Now we're in a Mars cycle, a pretty heavy Mars cycle, and so with the Venus cycle, we had to face our happiness with an introspective light kind of looking like, huh, did this make me happy? Does this not? Does this? But when you're looking at your happiness in an introspective light, it feels a little bit different. You may kind of feel a little bit lost or sad or just feeling longing for something more, but it's not usually scary to look at like happiness if you get what i'm saying in an introspective light it doesn't usually send us that that like oh i can't breathe anxiety it if anything it just brings us some sadness some feeling of loss and feeling like what really makes me happy but we find ourselves it's easier to look at that stuff it's easier us for to face that stuff now with the mars cycle we are in and really kind of began a couple weeks ago um <laughs> we are facing our shadows our pain triggers with an extra, with an introspective light. And does that to you feel a little scarier than the other? Because I'm sure it does. I know for all of us, I know just for my conversations with my clients and everything like that, and just people in general, it's scarier, right? Our body has a reaction because when we were young, we weren't taught how to look at our feelings, how to understand our harder feelings, how to understand our pain, our anger, our triggers, our sadness, right? The generations now, like us raising our kids are really, and I know few, over the years there were a few here and there that, you know, hippie parents that had their kids be in touch. But overall, I know for me, pretty much anyone who's like 30 and up right now, we were raised with a lot of like, sit down, shut up, you're fine. Your feelings, they're not even real. You're just a kid. Nothing matters. You'll get over this. You know, the list goes on and on and on. However, oh, that didn't really quite happen when we got older, right? We got older and said, oh, wait, actually, we're all anxiety, depressed, drug addicted adults. So how do we, you know, how do we get past that? And that's because we did not feel the feelings. We didn't understand how to accept them, how to not fear them, how to let them process. So now when those hard feelings come up, it's kind of hard for us to go there and look at it. We don't want to. And and then it sort of will sometimes throw us into deep despair or we're afraid it's going to throw us into deep despair, right? Again, when we look at our happiness in the introspective light, there's not that fear. It's just like I said, lost, wondering, not feeling whole. But when we look at our shadows, it's, good, it's not going to feel light and it instantly triggers inside of us fear anxiety, uh, all of those things, uncomfortable moments, uncomfortable feelings that we never learned to do as kids. So now it comes up and we can't run away from it. You can, but the same cycles, the same pain, the same shit is going to keep going on and on and on until you gain awareness finally. And then with that awareness, with that acceptance, then keeps going on and on and on. And those of you that know me, I love to say, progress, not perfection. So right now you're going to be in the progress of feelings, emotions for a lot of my listeners. I know it's going to be the first time that they're really, really trying to accept process and understand the feeling and not run and hide from that. 
And the running and hiding piece can be very tricky because our subconscious is so powerful that we don't even register sometimes when we're running and hiding, right? The running and hiding can look in as a distraction of like, I'm going to go shopping or I'm going to go meet three of my friends for dinner and have wine instead. Um, All of those things are pushing that out. And again, not pushing you towards the solution, not pushing you towards the healing, the peace, you know, it's a process. So with this Mars cycle, those things are going to be coming up for a lot of us. Maybe not everyone, but a lot of us, especially with some Scorpio Taurus placements or anything that's in configuration with those houses in your birth chart. And I invite you to fearlessly sit without running to distract yourself and allow the process, okay? Allow the process. And that is the secret, I'm telling you, to peace and well-being. Everything I'm preaching to you, I have done and continue to do. I have sat for many years in ugliness in order to move that feeling out of me because I didn't want to have those reactions. I hate, I was the number one person who hated feeling any reaction other than happiness, excitement, but then I knew that wasn't the solution. So I forced myself so that I did not feel anxiety or scared to feel these things. I did it over and over again for years, for years. So that now when this comes up, anything comes up, pain, trigger, all those things. It doesn't mean I'm not sad, I'm not feeling them, but I look at it fearlessly, right? I look at it, I know it's not gonna kill me, and I know that it's only gonna make me stronger and it's gonna be freedom. And when you practice that, right, you're learning to detach from the expectation, from the pain. You learn to detach from things around you and you learn that this is not you, the pain is not you, it's just something you're experiencing right now and you just gotta feel it and once you get over that hump, it becomes easier and easier. And so imagine if for the last 20 years, right? And this is tying into the progress, not perfection. For the last 20 years, (laughs) if you have been blocking out most serious emotions, And you know what I'm talking about, like seriously blocking it down, like controlling it, pushing it back down, ignoring it, doing whatever, drinking, drugging, smoking, all of those things, sexing. Then the next, it might also take you another 20 years to process the 20 years prior that you ignored. Dun, dun, dun. It is not an easy overnight thing. It's not like, oh, okay, I did that, you know, and I did my new moon ritual and I got into my meditation and now all the pain is left. It's not that simple. It's a process. It's a process that goes in cycles. It's a process that comes and goes in cycles and that is in the flow. So just so you know, don't, if you're scared, be like, oh my God, oh my God, I haven't looked at anything for 20 years. Like I'm not ready right there. That, that overwhelming feeling will stop you right in your tracks, right? That's when you say one day at a time, right? And so one feeling at a time, just like I said on last week's meditation, going into your darkness, focus there, focus what is number one in your mind when it comes to your triggered sadness, shadows, and pain, and start with that of a day. And just start with one thing. You have to keep healing simple. That's the number one thing. Or else our brain gets so overwhelmed of the idea of all of this that we just shut it out. So if there's a million things going on with pain or misunderstanding, find one. Find one thing that seems to me the longest or the most prominent or the one that's there. And focus on that today, tomorrow. And then when you work through some of that, you take the next thing and focus on that the next day. All right, so when you get overwhelmed in the healing process, say to yourself, 
what can I do today? What can I work on today? What can I focus on today? And you can even take that into this moment. What can I work on in this moment? What can I work on with that? Because we are in this Mars cycle. And so the new moon, like I said, last week's episode, by today we should feel a little reprieve, a little bit lighter after this weekend's sort of emotional outburst or tension or triggered arguments that had happened and feel a little bit, okay, not totally settled, but a little bit more just lighter about it. However, this weekend, like I said, Thursday, starting around Thursday, we can feel a little more triggered again within Mars conjunct the sun in Scorpio. Now, not just trigger, this is, can be a good thing for power too, for like really harnessing your power, really standing by your power, really like sharing your power with someone. So there is some good things, but by nature, Mars cycles are much harder to look at than some of the other cycles. And they're sometimes scarier and harder to handle emotionally than the other ones. And life is just not all fucking butterflies. It isn't. But when we face this, like I said, when we fearlessly keep walking a path of facing all of that, pushing it away, life does become pretty happy, even when in the hard stuff, because then you're learning the secret to detachment, happiness, flow, and peace, and that is looking at your own bullshit and sadness. No other way around it, I'm telling you. When Mars conjuncts the sun, we're going to be feeling a few different things. So these are the, some of the things that are coming up. Now, this conjunction is happening in Scorpio, like I said. And then the last time I talked about in last week's episode, this every two years, the sun will conjoin Mars. I mean, I'm sorry, Mars. Well, yeah, same thing. Mars will conjoin the sun every two years. So in different signs, though. And then it kind of has a rebirth of a Mars cycle for the next two years. Now, 32 years ago, was the last time that Mars and the sun conjoined in Scorpio. And then before that was another 32 years. And I think I shared on last week's episode, definitely go check out November Astrology on the Astrology Podcast. And the episode's about two and a half hours, but I think I said an hour and 40 minutes into it, they get into the history a little bit of what had happened um, each time Mars and the sun can join in Scorpio. So that's really fascinating. And they have so many details. So, I mean, that's what I'm, I have two podcasts I listen to, as you guys know, the Nightlight Astrology Podcast and the Astrology Podcast, both Hellenistic astrologers, both people I learned from, studied with, studied, understood. So those are my people. That's my form of astrology that I like to listen to. And they get really into, the Astrology Podcast gets so much into the history of things, which I love, and because that's where we build our facts, facts with astrology. So definitely go into that, and he'll tell you a little bit more about the cycle. But here are the, some of the things that I think in general will happen personally and for the collective. And remember, those with Mars Mars placements, okay? So not just, a uh, not just a Scorpio sun, but this will also affect some of my Aries. Definitely Scorpio placements and some Taurus placements the most, but it will affect everyone a little bit. Um, confronting your fears is going to be one of them, right? Confronting your fears. Like you, it's right in front of you and you can't run anymore and you gotta confront that shit. Confronting your shadows. So same shadows, you, I mean, you can label it kind of one and the same, but it's also different. You know, sometimes we uh, aren't as scared as our shadows because they've integrated into our personality. Um, and we don't even quite know that there are shadows until someone else shows them to us or they bring us pain at some point. Um, so confronting your shadows within yourself and saying, hey, 
all right, I actually do that, or this is how I show up. Blending your shadows or having like a new rule for them in your life, you know? So sometimes we can't fully leave our shadows. And sometimes not all of our shadows are bad, right? What's the base of our shadows? Like get to the realness. What's the base and the understanding of your shadow? And sometimes with that, we say, you know, like you can't beat it, join it. There's a little bit of like, okay, I can't totally, you know, change the shadow or maybe I don't want to, but yet I can bring in and maybe change the role of the shadow or shift the shadow around. So it's not so heavy. It's not so dark. It's almost integrated uh, in a more positive way inside of myself. Um, blending or combining power is one. Like you said, this is a powerful, this can be like turn on the power so you can combine your power with another person. You can combine your power with another spiritual entity or something otherworldly, just combining um, or blending your power. Or maybe you're blending two different sides in you, two different powers into one. Um, bubbling to the top. So something is bubbling to the top. Maybe it's you that's bubbling to the top. Maybe it's a storm that's bubbling to the top. Maybe it's some sort of resentment fight that's bubbling to the top or something inside of you. Or maybe, like I said, it's that triggered emotion that finally is bubbling to the top and you cannot ignore it anymore. An emotional sacrifice, having to make a sacrifice or an emotional sacrifice for someone. Maybe someone's doing it for you. Maybe it's something in the family, but an emotional sacrifice. And remember... Before, though, we reach this total Scorpio conjunction, just before, um, there is a trine to Neptune, which is right after the new moon. So also, before we enter that, maybe becoming more slightly opened to looking at our shadow self before the conjunction takes the, you know, takes fully place. So almost like, this is what came to me, because, you know, with, with uh, Neptune, there's a little, like, um, what's the word? illusion delusion it's kind of like trippy otherworldly like let me get out of my mind so it's i've kind of like put this funny analogy together but taking it's almost like taking nitrous before you get a tooth pulled right it's almost, or like some sort of dental thing that you're like afraid to to face you know it's almost like that so with this with this Mars tri Mars and the Sun trying Neptune, you get a little nitrous, something to take the edge off, a tiny, tiny bit, something to take the edge off to help you kind of dive into those shadows, those fears, or the things that you've been scared to face. Whew, so I'm liking that. And then, like I said, on next week's episode, and then the Mars shit will, will kind of tone down a little bit, but then next week, the next Saturday, so again, you see what I'm saying? We got Mars, 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 Mars. The next Saturday, Mars uh, will square Saturn. So we'll talk more about that. Um, I cannot wait. That is because, uh, what day is Mars? Oh, yeah. So next Saturday, the day before, Mars moves into Sagittarius, and then it squares Saturn and Pisces. So, I mean, I think it's going to feel a little less harsh than last weekend and this coming weekend. But those are all the details. I want to remind everyone, thank you for supporting this podcast. The best way you can support this podcast right now. I'm fully self-supporting. I don't ask for money. I don't ask for contributions. I just ask for you guys to send this to a friend. Send this episode to a friend. Rate it, review it, subscribe it, post about it. So many of you guys continue to do that. I'm telling you, I'm getting reaching numbers every week, new numbers. And I know that's because of you. Really, it is. I really have cut down my social media, as you guys know, since I've gone on that social media stop a couple of months ago. 
I still haven't been able to go bring back my videos. I just haven't. And I've been reflecting that. And I love to be on camera. I love to talk. But I realized with my life being so chaotic as it is right now personally and going through so many shifts and having so being pulled in so many directions to help people right now, um, like in my family and stuff, I realized that the I was thinking this weekend when I do my videos, which I love doing and it comes very natural to me, but then I get overwhelmed because I got to respond to all the comments, right? And and part of now the way the algorithm works is like if you want your shit seen, you got to respond to comments. So on on Instagram, I don't get as many, but when I post on TikTok, I haven't even clicked on TikTok in seven weeks, not even to open it up to scroll. And when, and it keeps trying to get me, you know, in there. But each week I would have one or two videos that would go viral. I'm very grateful for that. But then all of a sudden I would have to respond or give a little response to several comments. And I also liked that. I like to like build a community and talk, but that part just got very overwhelming to me. So again, I'm slowly putting some online information back out there about the astrology, putting my stuff out there. I know eventually I will get back to being in front of the camera when I feel like my, when I feel like it, I just don't feel like it. And so when I feel like it eventually, cause I know it will happen, I will be back on there. So again, and this podcast is just gaining traction. And so I know it's through you guys. Cause before that, when I was doing all my TikTok, I'd get a lot of people through there from viral videos and stuff, but you guys have really been pulling me through, holding me down and are literally the best. So, uh, I hope you guys have a beautiful week. I love you all. Goodbye. Thank you.